What does racing in Mexico and taking people to Gapplebee's have to do with this podcast? Let's talk about it. to the No Airbags podcast where we talk about, you guessed it, cars. In today's episode, we're going to be interviewing some people. You know, for example, uh, we interview two people about their cars and, you know, what they do to these cars and what they plan to do to them. We're also going to talk a little bit about myself and my car, but that's more towards the end. Well, let's get started by talking about the different kinds of car guys that there are in the car community. For example, we have people like the drag racers, the drifters, the people who take their cars to do rallying, the track cars, the weekend cars, the daily cars, and then we got the hood rat cars. Um, Let's talk a little bit about the drag racers. It's in the name. Drag racers mostly focus on going down doing quarter miles or a mile, half a mile, or even a mile race. Try to get the quickest time. That's where the common phrase, a 10-second car, it's a car that can do a quarter mile in under 10 seconds. <clears throat> that is a common, you know, goal for most people and to be able to do a quarter mile in less than 10 seconds requires a lot of horsepower and a lot of speed. Then there are the drifters. These are the guys who like going out, you know, drifting in the in on the roads. For example, there's an even an anime about it. It's initial D. They talk they basically go drifting down the mountains of Ma- Akina and then different mountains along in Japan. Well, where's also where I'm at, <clears throat> we're kind of not, we're not flat, but we have mountainous uh, terrain, which also means that there's a lot of hills, curves, and all that, which is really good for drifting, especially here in Washington, we have rain, so it helps even more because you're able to swing it and not actually, you know, damage or have too much wear on your tires, which is a really good thing. Another one is rallying. Rallying are the ones where they take these cars and they build them specifically to go out and go off-roading, basically. Then we have the weekend cars. You know, these are, for example, cars that you would keep in the garage during the week while you take your daily car to work and whatever other things you have. The weekend car is really more like like it, it kind of in the name, it's meant for going out on the weekends or maybe even a date night. You want to keep it in your garage, take care of it, not to put too much miles on it, you know, just maintain it well. Then we have the dailies. <clears throat> These are mostly, you know, sometimes they could be fast, sometimes they could be modified, but it's all it all depends on, <clears throat> sorry, all depends on the owner of the car. Most people will probably just put coilovers on it on it and a new exhaust and then that'll be it and they'll just basically keep the engine as stock as possible to keep it as reliable as possible so that they won't have to put too much money and or work into the car. Another one is the hood rat cars. Basically it kind of is like the drifters but more ghetto. Basically these are guys who close down your your intersection and basically do donuts and be drifting 
in the intersection and basically cause a bunch of traffic and kind of either ruin a lot of people's nights or kind of make their nights. It's really either or. And of course, their the cops always get called on these guys. In the next portion, we're going to listen to an somebody that I interviewed about his car, and let's let's hear what he has to say. Can you tell me your name? Javier Esquivel. All right. Uh, all right, Javier. Uh, what do you drive? Uh, 1998 BMW E36. Uh, all right. Um, what have you done to the car so far? Uh, so far, it has a exhaust system all the way up to the headers. Um, new corner lights, new water pump and cooling system, and a new suspension kit. All right. Um, what do you plan to do with the car? Any future modifications that you want to do to it? Uh, yeah, in the future, I'm looking to swap out all the headlights, all the... Basically make it look new again. And some rims, tires, swap out the engine, of course, to M3. And the bumpers, give it a new kit. Do you plan on, you know, doing a, making it like a track car, a drift car, or maybe like a drag car, or just like a daily? Um, maybe more for like a a daily car or reliable car, but I could still have fun in it, like swing it and here and there race it a bit, but uh, nothing too serious, more reliable and have fun. Have you ever taken the car into the triple digits in Mexico? Uh, triple digits, not yet, but yeah, I have, have reached close up there. I uh, plan to do it soon though. You plan on any, doing any other activities in Mexico? For example, like you said, uh, you said you mentioned that you like to swing it. Would you be able? Would you be, want to do the swinging in Mexico? Oh yeah, for sure. I gotta take it to Mexico and do a little skids around uh, the mountain passes. All that. It's what E36s are made for. All right. Thank you. Um, what other future builds do you have? You know, besides your E36, do you have any plans to get another car and kind of like? Do you upgrades to that one or what do you your next intentions for your other projects or builds that you have um in the future i'd like to like i said finish this car and then maybe even get a jeep for example and take it off the trails because i really like that that's what i like the outdoors but i also like cars a lot so maybe looking at a japanese import car soon in the future hopefully and make that the ultimate or the beast just for race pretty much all right so your e36 is like you said just planning on having it as a reliable daily car but once you get the you know for example a jdm car you're saying you're gonna go full on you're just sending it oh yeah for sure full send in mexico of course yeah in mexico all right because you know that's that stuff is illegal here in the united states we can't be doing that all stunts made and done in mexico <laughs> all right thank you so much javier As you could hear in this audio, he wasn't more towards drifting it, except, you know, when he kind of wants to, or maybe like on the weekends, or maybe when he, he just sees a really good corner. But as you could, you heard, he was more into keeping it as a reliable car so that he could, you know, try to keep it as reliable as possible. <coughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm a bit feeling a bit under the weather. But he wanted to keep it as reliable as possible so that he can keep that car and possibly get another car and make that his you know his uh project car to make it into you know uh, either whatever he wants into a drag racer or a drifter car 
Then we have somebody who goes a little bit of a different route. You know, there are people that go for reliability and basically nothing else so that he can basically daily the car and just enjoy it as it is with the, his lowered car and with the, um, with the modified exhaust so he can enjoy it. Then we have somebody like our next guy that we interviewed. His method for a daily car is a little bit different. Um, let's hear what he has to say. So can you tell me your name? Oscar. Oscar. Hi, Oscar. Well, right now we're doing a podcast about, you know, people and their cars. Right now I'm featuring you and about specifically your sound system. Can you tell us a little bit about your car, what kind of car you drive? It's an 05 Volkswagen Jetta GLI. Um, what uh, kind of modifications or aftermarket parts have you done to your car so far? Modifications, uh, mechanically, none. I have uh, just mainly brakes, bigger uh, sport brakes, uh, cross-drilled brakes with um, sports brake pads. And um, besides that, everything has been sound system. Can you tell us a little bit more about it, kind of like what you're exactly you're running? doesn't have to be the exact thing, but kind of like a rundown of what you're running. Running uh, JL subwoofers with Memphis uh, speakers and tweeters for the doors. Um, two uh, Alpine subwoofers, one for the doors and one for the su uh, subwoofers. Each one is pushing out 600 watts each. Um, 600 watts for the doors and 600 watts for both subwoofers. And uh, an epicenter uh, uh, for... I messed up on that part. And an epicenter. And an upgraded radio. Uh, Kenwood DN990HD radio. Uh, is, is there anything else that you plan to upgrade in the vehicle? Like, uh, I know you just recently upgraded your subwoofers. You had, uh, what's it remind me, Jail Audio W, no, Zero W30s, correct? Or remind me what, which ones that you had before. It was the Zero Ws, I believe. They were JL twelve W O V one, and I believe you upgraded them to a W threes. If I'm, I think. Yes. You upgraded to you upgraded them to W threes. All right. Um, let's see here. What other plans do you have for your sound system? You know, do you plan on upgrading? I know, you, like I said, you just upgraded your subwoofers. Do you plan on upgrading your speakers? Your, um. Or anything like that, for example, your, um, I forgot what it's called, but the, the epicenter or the amplifiers. At the moment, my plans are to upgrade the door speakers because the door speakers are too low capacity to handle the amp that I have installed. So the door speakers are going to be uh, replaced for door speakers that can handle up to 200 watts RMS. And as for the subwoofers, the subwoofers, I just upgraded them. They're currently uh, running only at half capacity. They're meant for 600 watts. They're running at 300 watts each. So I will be changing out uh, my amplifier for a 13 or 1400 watt amplifier. All right. Um, do you plan to get any other vehicle and try to upgrade it? Or do you have any other like project cars that you might do something similar? Are you going to go try to go towards a different route? You know, like, for example, like a track car or anything like that? Or are you just going to try to focus on more on like a daily driver with like a sound system? What, what do you plan on doing? Well, as for my Volkswagen, I plan on keeping it as it is and just upgrading the sound system a bit more to have this one as a daily driver. I have a 
2019 Chevy Silverado, which I am waiting for warranty to expire so I can <laughs> do a lot of things to that. I want to get um, a catback exhaust, uh, stainless steel midpipe, downpipe, and um, upgraded headers. Um, a bigger intake with a throttle body spacer and a bigger throttle body and up, uh, install two uh, twin scroll turbos and besides that I have uh, I'm planning on buying a Volks uh, Volkswagen Golf R to do crazy stuff to that one too I still haven't planned out exactly what I'm doing to that one but those are my plans for now I'm assuming we, you plan to take these cars to Mexico and try to get to them triple digits uh, and speed-wise. Am I correct? I would say so. All right. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview you and a little about your car. In the next clip, we're going to have your sound system playing, you know, so that you can, the audience can actually hear kind of what it's like. Um, at first, it's not going to sound or it's going to sound clear. But as I get closer, I'm going to slowly go up to it so that it'll sound a little bit better at first. And then you're going to basically, uh, what's it called, go full blast and my mic will break from what I'm understanding. Is that correct? That's the goal. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do that right now then. I did forget to say in the audio clip that we were going to hear his exhaust. So let's hear that. As we could hear in this audio clip, we can see that Oscar was more towards the quality of his sound. We can see that he's actually dropped quite a bit of money into his sound system. I believe it's somewhere around six grand for his sound system in the entire time that he's had it. That may not sound like a lot, but, you know, he's not done. So he also plans to keep on going, putting more money into it. That is, um, that's, uh, that's a lot that's going to be going into it. I will say <clears throat> that when I got into his car and when I, or when I first met him and I got into his car and he let me hear his sound system, I will say I did hate him after. I hated him so much. He ruined the sound system in my car because when I got into it and I heard my sound system uh, I was very annoyed because my sound system is trash compared to his and because of him now I'm actually trying to get a proper sound system in my car which means thousands of dollars more for that's going to go towards my car that's going to be so much fun but as we can see, <clears throat> he was more towards going, you know, that's like the quality was right. 
he was going for the sound system so that he can enjoy it while still be having that daily reliability of a car. And then he has his truck. We can see that he's going a very different route with his truck. He says, he told me be, uh, before I interviewed him that he actually does plan on putting a sound system in his truck similar to what he has in his car, if not even more powerful. And like you said, he's just waiting for that warranty to end. Yeah, that warranty is killer when you when you want to modify your car because if you modify it, then you your warranty is you know out goes out the window and then if anything goes wrong, it's all on you, which really isn't that good when you once you start thinking about like you know when your engine goes or when your transmission goes, that's thousands of dollars that you, in repairs that you have to cover instead, you know compared to a warranty where that it, the company covers it. <clears throat> but we can see that he plans to basically take as many people to Gapplebee's as he can in his truck. Now let's talk about my car. You know, we interviewed these guys, we talked about them. Now we're going to talk a little bit about my car. <clears throat> I have a 1999 BMW E46 sedan. My plan for the car, well, for right now, I'm using it as a daily driver. I take it to Green River every day. It goes basically 25 miles back and forth. Or, no, it goes 25 miles in total. <clears throat> it goes 25 miles uh, in total back and forth to my house and to Green River. But I'm keeping it as long as I can. And when the motor finally goes and when it just decides to give up, I basically plan on making this car into kind of like a middle ground between track, weekend car, and a drifter. It's not going to do the best at drifting or being a drag car or a track car, but it's going to be able to do okay in all those categories. I still want to be able to get, you know, take some people to Gapplebee's on the freeway in Mexico, of course, only in Mexico. Then drift a little bit, not like do tandem drifts, but be able to swing it around a corner and be able to control it in Mexico, obviously, only in Mexico, and be able to, you know, drive it and beat anybody like an STI or an Evo and that, you know, that on a stock be, or with my stock engine would destroy me. Also, it'd be a little bit of a sleeper because they wouldn't know what it is. They'd hear, they'd see a, a German car and immediately think, oh, he ha only is pushing about maybe at most 200 horsepower, especially if he's a sedan. And then they realize that I have the heart, my car has the heart of a, of a Japanese and has the, has the heart of a Japanese, which basically means I will take them to Gapplebee's instead of uh, them taking to me. So I'm going to be like, pulling that Uno reverse card. <clears throat> also, I'm also planning on putting a roll cage in it, a roll cage, Takata racing straps, Spark, no, not Sparko, Recaro bucket seats, um, putting changing the transmission to fit the 2JZ engine. I'm also going to change the uh, differential to be able to handle that much horsepower. Same thing with the drivetrain, the rear subframe, and you know, the rear suspension. also plan on lowering it. Right now, I'm on stock suspension, but because it's 21 years old, my car is already naturally low. So when I put that new suspension on it, I'll be able to uh, see, get even lower and be able to, you know, so it can handle that amount of power. I'm also going to eat uh, change the front end. Right now it looks like your basic um, E46 sedan, but I plan to change it to what looks more like an M3 E46. 
And I'm not going to put the M3 badges on the car. I will say that. I want to make that clear. I'm not going to put M3 badges on the car because that would be fake. The E36 came in the M3 sedan, but not in E46. There are many who have recreated it and made their <coughs> E46 into looking like an M3, even when, as far as putting M3 parts on it like an M3 motor. I w thought about going with the M3 motor route, but I ultimately decided to go with the 2JZ because the M3 motor would have cost me about 10 grand in total for the entire project, while the 2JZ would have cost me between 15 to 20. I'm like, I might as well spend the other, what's it called, 10 grand, 10 grand to be able to have even more horsepower. That's my plan. Well, that looks like uh, all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, subscribe to our <coughs> Spotify and Anchor FM channel. Uh, also, follow me on Twitter. The no, My Twitter handle is NoAirbagsDan. Follow me there to see what I do sometimes during my day or my daily life. Also, to know when the newest episode of the No Airbags podcast comes on or goes on live. Thanks so much for listening.